0: welcome back welcome back everybody it is
1: 2021 welcome back to thanks for your concern this is ella and bernice and welcome to 2021 baby if you're listening to this it means you made it through 2020 so congrats you survived covid so far (laughs) so far Every day is brand new, though. (laughs) (laughs) Another opportunity of death. (laughs) What's up with you? How is your 2020 so far? 2021 so far? Fuck. You know, it's fantastic.
0: I am seeing Trump being desperate with the Georgia votes. It's not a good look on him. I love every second of it. And I'm also seeing... You know articles on like why there's like more people renting in Seattle than like homeowners, and I'm like, it's fucking obvious. It's fucking expensive. There's this a tech city. Everybody's young. No one needs a house, and honestly like a house is a lot of fucking work so
1: you know out out on with the new year more bullshit i feel that i've started off the year super strong i've wanted to read 52 books this year and i've read two and authority the fifth so i'm starting on my third book and i'm super excited
0: it's okay if you feel bad because everybody because i feel bad she's making us look bad because i haven't read
1: a page of a book this year <laughs> i like to read though it makes me feel like safe because um well this actually is like a good segue but back in the day like i didn't have friends like that so i read a lot and so now i'm like now that i don't have to read for college i enjoy reading again that's good i'm glad
0: yeah. at least you have something um out of quarantine that came out that's like positive. positive
1: <laughs> oh one of the many things should we get into the episode we should hell yeah
0: All right, so this week we're going to talk about fan behavior, cyberbullying, and uh, we can
1: talk like about criticism overall. I'm super well. I'm not excited. Like I feel like excited is like the wrong word, but I've been thinking about this more and more because of like TikTok and stuff about how I was like legitimately cyber bullied but the internet wasn't the same when I was cyber bullied you know.
0: I feel like I'm part of Gen Z sometimes because I was cyber bullied so right. I'm like I can relate but I was cyber bullied kind of like late in my life you know and I felt like it was inappropriate to be cyberbullied that old, which we can get into. I kind of want to start with do you think bad Yelp reviews count as cyberbullying?
1: You know, it's funny you asked this. So, this one time this woman like really just didn't like me for whatever reason and tried to get me fired for literally no reason and she wrote the most scathing yelp review about my (laughs) gymnastics class and i was reading the review and it's like bitch this isn't anonymous i know you're fucking coming for me second of (laughs) all this is all lies but your kid sucks (laughs) No, literally, she was like, oh, she wanted to be put in to a upper a class that was way older for her kid because he, she was like, he's physically advanced. And I said, no, bitch, he's fat. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so she bullied me on like every website, like, she, like Facebook, Yelp, and they were all different, but it was clearly the same person because she really tried to get me fired and it didn't work. And she was so she mad about it. She started a conspiracy against you. Literally. So- not always, but maybe if you call out employees by name, that's, you know. That's true. I I will admit
0: that I have left one bad Yelp review because, and, and I was drunk at the time, so I think it really helped the sass. But we were at a bar in Pullman when we went to college, and the bars there, the service is terrible because it's all college students that literally don't give a shit about you. But essentially, everyone there acts entitled as fuck, so there was a... Single cat hour which was the best hour from 8 to 9 p.m every night had a special that you you went within this time and doubles were four dollars all right mm-hmm. so it's kind of a steal the thing is sometimes they'd be like training new people or just being cunty and at like 8 58 or whatever they'd be like okay deal is over or they would take like way longer to make your drink so you have to pay more And this happened like several times to my boyfriend. And one time this girl had it coming. Okay. She was always a cut to not, you know, to speak, to speak truth. And I just had to let it out we all let it out. Actually, everybody at my table got out their phones and we're like, let's Yelp review this bitch. She was
1: she was out of line. I was there. She was out of yeah. line. So I don't think that counts as cyberbullying.
0: Okay, that's like the only one time that I think I have I have tried to get somebody fired or talk illy about somebody online. But I really do feel like The people who are constantly like writing bad Yelp reviews as adults are the people who as kids would like cyber bully people on social media.
1: I concur. I totally vibe with that. I think that literally there's some people who just hop on Yelp every single time. One star, one star, one star. (laughs) I don't have time for that. I don't like I feel like <laughs> unless someone has really burned you like a contractor or something like that, like you didn't like your pagalache pizza. It was five dollars. Move on. You know, you don't yeah. go again. Yeah. You learned a lesson. Is it really it's worth a
0: five star restaurant? Yeah. Like <laughs> come on.
1: people expect so much or people who like are like give the McDonald's down the street a one star. It's like this is not fine dining. Obviously, bitch. Yeah, you know they know they know they're one star. Literally, like I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, segueing in from bad Yelp reviews into (laughs) cyberbullying. I feel like cyberbullying has become more prominent, but it was very different. Like when I was younger, you know, like Mm -hmm. where you you said you were cyberbullied later in life.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say I was cyberbullied, like. Growing up because I had things. Um, the younger people might not know this, but there's Ask FM and Form Spring, which right. were basically this like anonymous platforms where people would go and ask you questions if you made yourself a profile. It is the ultimate clout chaser because the more questions that people asked you equaled popularity, which was obviously everybody's fucking goal in middle school. So I had one of those and it they were generally like pretty nice questions. I could, I could see that most of them, like, were my friends, but I just remember one person was really just, like, heckling me and being, like, I don't understand why you, like, I was an eighth grader, and they're, like, I don't understand why you, like, hang out with sixth graders, like, you're such a loser, and I, okay, I had a couple <laughs> sixth grader friends, and I, but I didn't feel like I was a loser for that, and they were, like, pretty cool, they were nice people, they associated themselves with other people I hung out
1: with, and I guess that was, well, that's what made me uncool, <laughs> That's so funny. So I had an uh, like an Ask FM. I'm a little bit older than you, so I remember mm-hmm. in the 10th the 9th and 10th grade, I was relentlessly cyberbullied on Ask Forming. Oh. <laughs> it was low-key in retrospect a little uh like racially motivated which now makes me a little uncomfortable they were being Um, racist (laughs) they were being racist it was more of a microaggression but now that i'm an adult i can see it as like blatant racism what was it they made just comments like i can't believe you think you're attractive with like your bell pepper nose like (gasps) you're like i can't believe you hang out with that white girl because you're just the ugly black friend like shit like that That's fucking foul. (laughs) Oh, bro. Like, it was so bad. And, like, my friends felt so bad that they... they spammed my account with nice things, right? Like, because they felt so bad. Because all of my friends, <laughs> for whatever fucking reason, they were getting nice posts. Like, oh my God, you're so pretty. Like, you're the prettiest girl. Like, I like you. Like, da 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 And now in retrospect that I know that the internet is fake, I feel like I probably put myself down. Like, that could just be that bitch spamming her own account. You know?
0: Yeah, I, I, I've learned this.
1: It has to be someone that you're close to that's like a low-key fucking hater. See, this is why... Cyberbullying with AskFM is a little bit different because, like, now I feel like everyone can use VPNs and, like, you can, like, dox people if they cyberbully you. You know, you can, like, have an app. Oh yeah. But with the anonymity, it made me so uncomfortable because I was either like, these are either multiple people because there was like different language patterns, or it's one person pretending to be multiple people, and I was mm. like, I was like, bro, no one's really mean to me in real life. So there's just like these secret haters that it made me so uncomfy. You know,
0: I, I kind of, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a girl that loves the attention. And when I had some negative feedback, as I like to call it, I felt a
1: little flattered. I was like, I have a hater. <laughs> yeah, I feel like now I have a lot of haters and I love it. You know what I'm saying? But as a 14-year-old, I was so emotionally un- like insecure. I was like, oh my God, everyone hates me.
0: Preteens can be real mean, okay? They can be really fucking mean. I've seen a change in obviously now the new era is fucking tiktok and people on tiktok are fucking rude they are relentless they will call you out for anything like on the comments i sometimes i see like a nice fucking video and i'll go just peruse through the comments and people are so hateful and then you like
1: click on their profiles and they're literally like kids dude it's so funny because like i generally take things as a joke and when things are clearly a joke i take them as a joke but it's really funny when i see a funny video and then like in the comments there's a response apology video being like this is a joke the one that i like honestly laughed at the apology video more than the original video he took like a picture of like a little boy who was just kind of like walking around an apartment complex like by himself he was like what's up dude like where are your parents like i can't take in any more strays and then he like points to the dog and everyone was like i cannot believe you would compare a child to a dog where were his parents like you just left that little boy in the parking lot and then he responded he was like i know his family he they left him with me to watch but like i thought it was funny because he looked like a stray in the world not that i thought he was a dog and i'm like bro like, what world do we live in no one can no one understands humor anymore no it just doesn't or someone always has beef i feel so bad when like people come after moms and stuff like i'll see like a cute baby and then in the comments like that baby looks fucked up or like you're (laughs) like you're a bad parent and people just come for people and i'm like jesus like (laughs) That happened a lot with uh,
0: Beyonce's kids. I felt so bad because they're just kids. Everyone is ugly until they like hit puberty, and then you're we're all still ugly. Like yeah, we're
1: we're human beings are disgusting. I know it's funny. I actually got into some TikTok beef this week, which is interesting. I was like, oh, I'm about to come for this woman because she basically was saying that how could I be a racist because my husband is black and my kids are black. And my first draft Mm. of my note was going to be like, bitch like you have no fucking idea just because you fetishize a black man doesn't mean that you're fucking <laughs> like not racist and then I like yeah super edited my comment and um, it you probably went down I toned it <laughs> way down like I just was like toned it way down and it actually like solved a problem she took down some videos that were kind of messed up so I was like okay I think this is like people just like get fired up and because the internet's so quick they just say like their first thought which might be not as nice of taking a breath and being like oh okay yeah maybe like I should chill out chill
0: (laughs) I mean I agree I think there's a difference between like just being like bluntly rude in on the internet and giving someone like being critical and giving them criticism I ran across a lot of like people I grew up with who have some whack-ass fucking views now who are like on Facebook and I tend to not engage because I don't like Facebook drama mostly because I know that Trump supporters will come for me and I don't have the time to deal with that level of bigotry. So I tend to not engage. However, sometimes people that I know are like fully there, like the wheels are turning. Mm -hmm. Why are we not being compassionate? We just need to be, uh, you're almost there. And honestly, just kind of call them out. And uh, I know this girl who also grew up undocumented and her comment was about like trans women being able to uh be part of like Miss America like beauty pageants and this girl was like I think there needs to be a line and I was like bitch what so I you know I drafted I went on my notes and I like drafted what the fuck I was Mm -hmm. gonna say to her and after some edits I was just like hey, like I just wanted to reach out and I I messaged her like privately. Growing up with the background that we did, I think we have felt a lot of oppression from society, even the government. And I feel like you're doing what basically a system and people are have done to us to try to just like show her that like you're oppressing somebody else for like a place of their identity right that they didn't choose she did not respond but she didn't like mention something like that again on like her feed so I mean hopefully she got the fucking message but I I don't let things like that like go I'm not I'm not down for that shit like if you're gonna stay friends with me on Facebook you can't be fucking saying that trans people, like, shouldn't have rights or shouldn't be included everywhere, you know?
1: Oh, I agree. I usually don't. Obviously, I try not to get involved at all on anything, but there's just a couple things where I'm like... All right, let's just um, let's get into it, you know, (laughs) puts on reading glasses, literally read to filth. I want to talk about
0: one of the biggest things that I think I've seen, which is apology videos from like celebrities after they get canceled. And we can go into cancel culture like another day. But I love I love the the crying, the repent the 45 minute videos of someone being like I'm sorry you feel that way
1: (laughs) please don't please don't follow me I've just been getting mad upset recently about influencers who are just straight up pretending like COVID does not exist just because you wear a mask from your fucking car with 20 people to the restaurant but you don't wear it in the restaurant or in the fucking car and you're going all over the motherfucking place. I don't know. It just is like the entitlement is so frustrating. And a couple of people will be like, I'm sorry, like, but just to let you know, I can fly private. I didn't fly commercial to the Bahamas. It's like, go suck a fucking dick, bitch. Like, literally go fucking die, bro. Like, I'm over you. Like, that's a fake ass apology. You might as well just not apologize. Yeah. Own it. Just own it. So
0: something we also wanted to talk about was fan behavior, which is a little bit like cyberbullying. But I feel like fan behavior is more of like a hater rather than a cyberbully.
1: But it could also include cyberbullying. I feel like you know fan behavior is just like when you're literally living rent free in someone's mind. Mm. I there's a lot of people who where I just am like you're a fan at this point because <laughs> you always got the first eyes on anything that I fucking post I always hear that my name is in your motherfucking mouth like I'm a celebrity like you're the paparazzi <laughs> and those kinds of haters I welcome the more the merrier any PR is good PR <laughs> that's how I feel I agree I Honestly,
0: I'm telling you, I love a hater. I love living rent free on someone's mind. I think it's the best. I think I, like I'm really doing something right. A quote that I want to um, quote the worst cheer coach I ever had in my life. She said, if they don't like you for no reason is because they're jealous of you. And I was like, amen, sister.
1: I mean, that's true, though. I feel like the the jealous of you that can be coming on a lot of ways like just because I think you're jealous of me doesn't mean that I think I'm like the hottest shit ever or you think I'm super duper attractive or whatever mm-hmm. but I feel like there's something about the way that I live that you're jealous about and I felt that sometimes in college people were just fucking mad ass haters because. They weren't wild. They weren't doing whatever they wanted because they were worried about whatever everybody else was saying about them versus mm. me. I did whatever the fuck I wanted. Was there always good decisions? <laughs> no. No. But the least <laughs> they were my decisions. At least I fucking am standing here today with a lot of mistakes but also a lot of crazy fun adventures that would have never happened if I didn't just do what I wanted and I was like oh my god what are my parents gonna think of me like no I think that's a big thing with fan behavior is that people tend to only
0: recognize the things that are maybe going good in your life or the things that they wish that they may like have but they don't see the other shit where it's like like you said like in college like yeah we were wilding out but most of the time we were like
1: sad Like there was nothing to be jealous of baby we we're mentally ill and also like pe- people that are actually like fans i would say are like stans or supporters you know what i'm saying like fan behavior yeah. are people who literally don't fucking know you aren't your fucking friends but somehow keep tabs on you
0: yeah they still watch your story first person to watch your story you don't follow them you don't talk to them you don't associate yourself
1: with them This one <laughs> I remember this one time in college I heard that this person that was like a friend of a friend of a friend you know like someone I did not fucking know I heard like multiple times in a short span about these random ass rumors that I knew weren't true like he had enough facts that he was like it just wasn't true like he w- it was just literally wild accusation and I confronted him about it and I'm like I'm kind of unclear on why you are talking about me with these people yeah they snitched on you you need to check your friends because they're not good of friends and he looked at me like oh I mean it's not that really that big of a deal And I'm like no it's not but I'm just like are you in love with me you hate me what's going on because I'm living rent-free you're ta- you're talking and thinking about me too much yeah, um
0: I had a dude who um we friends zone each other or whatever and he saw me at a concert and he was like you're ugly like I literally just said hello and he was like you're ugly and I was like what <laughs>
1: Which is the wildest thing to say to an acquaintance.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I was like, do we have beef or something? I literally was like, I have literally no idea why you said that, but I'm gonna go. And then I was like, I could be sad about this or I could go get myself a shot right now. And then I went and got a shot and I had a grand old time for the rest of the concert. And I think to this day, he is still one of the people who watches my story.
1: Hi. (laughs) Hope you're listening. i just ugly over here. (laughs) I think it's funny dudes who, you know, dudes who I used to date or dudes who have ghosted me that like to like pop back up, but this coronavirus thing has been crazy because I know for a fact that I have not spoken to you in over a year, right? Mm-hmm. And people keep popping out of nowhere. And I'm just like, bro, I'm still living in your head rent-free a year later. Like you, I'm that cool of a bitch, I guess, you know?
0: They always come crawling back. Always come crawling back. <laughs> Someone else who I lived rent-free was, I'm pretty sure the same person who tried to cyber-bully me on Ask.FM, okay, later in my life. And this is why I say, like, I felt like I was too old to get cyber bullied. So I was already 18. Like I was an adult at this point. I had gone to prom. I had done that whole thing. And this is the time that I was working at Baskin Robbins. So this person who I've been friends with, that's a total like catfished account. You know, they have like an anime as their picture and they follow literally everyone I went to middle school with. They messaged me out of the fucking blue. It was probably near high school graduation. They're like, Hey, they start off like really fucking nice. They're like, Hey, like, Oh my God, is that you? Like, I haven't seen you. Do you remember me? Right. But it was a catfish account. So I was like, I just didn't reply. And then like ma- like that day later, after I didn't reply, they came for me. They were like, you got so fat, you fat cunt, but why are you eating nowadays? And I was like, damn, I didn't know I was that fat. And <laughs> And the thing is, is like this person knew stuff about me. They were like, I see that you work at Baskin Robbins. Like I see that, like that, um, you had no date to prom. And I was like, Okay, wait, hold, hold, hold up. You have like a stop For the record. Yeah, dude. Okay, for the record, I did have a date to prom second. This person, like, and then they were like, I see that you party, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I have to have them on Snapchat, which is like the only place I post about my drinking adventures. And I was shook because I was like, I didn't have that many friends on Snapchat in high school. I was like, I know every single person on my Snapchat and it has to be somebody that I've known since middle school. So I played detective and I went and I blocked everyone Like that I went to middle school with from seeing my fucking story because I was scared. That means it was somebody that like was who I thought was my friend, you know? And then this is the funniest part because they were like, oh, you're one of those bitches that stays fat even after hitting the gym. Like you need to lay off the ice cream, you fat whore, right? And the thing is, they were fucking right. (laughs) 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 I'm not even mad about it. I legit like I was scared at the time, but like, I honestly think is really funny. Oh God, that is. Funny. <laughs>
1: that's a little scary, but that's funny.
0: All right, I guess we want to end the episode with some tips on dealing with cyber bullies, with
1: fans, with, with haters. Um, yeah, with foul ass fucking people. I just wanted to quote my favorite comedian, Cat Williams, with uh, haters. If you have, if you don't have anyone to hate on, feel free to hate on me all right like i love haters so please come one come all to the hater club because if you have haters that means you're relevant right Mm -hmm. no one hates an irrelevant bitch you see what i'm saying (laughs) so embrace the haters and another quote they hate us because they ain't us i so don't take it too personally
0: (laughs) absolutely also like all pr is good pr you know i I had a, I heard of a girl who didn't like me, who told a dis, like an acquaintance. And then I heard he backed me up because. Well, the thing is, she was a Trump supporter and you can't hate on a documented person being a Trump supporter just because you don't like them because then it makes you look like a racist
1: and a xenophobe. Looks like in parentheses.
0: (laughs) Yeah. People are out there backing you up. You really get to know who your real stands are. And I feel like that's also a great, you know, just way to recognize who your real friends are and also get their back. Another thing, if someone is really like bothering you online, because I know people can be mean, even though I haven't like experienced a lot. Of it, really work on your own self esteem. I've always been like worried about myself. What people tell me or the criticism that I get from people doesn't really bother me because at the end of the day, the only person that gets to live with me, with my brain, with my body is fucking me. So whatever you think, that's cool. And you can you can live with thinking all those things about me. But I don't necessarily give a fuck because I'm way too worried about what I think about myself. And if you have a healthy way of looking at yourself and feeling about yourself and being proud about the person that you are, then that is enough. And so um, you can do this by like daily affirmations, doing things that make you feel joy, feel happy, representing yourself. And that's going to give you so much like empowerment and no one can fucking take that away from you hell yeah what you can do which i would also like to do is uh if someone has this criticism to say about you fucking own it you know she called me a fat whore and the funny thing is i wasn't even a hoe until college but really i just claimed it and i ran with it and it was fun so
1: (laughs) there's also this part of it where people hate to hate and it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter especially for women like if you are a hoe you're a hoe if you're a prude you're a prude which Mm -hmm. is like all so bad and guess what who gets to define that the person who's the hater who the fuck are they right who gets to define who you are and what you are not these motherfucking haters it's like i'm not going to be defined by your weird ass standards that are probably fucked because of you know societal norms so i honestly usually just say fuck everybody um except Mm -hmm. for like obviously listen to your friends if they're good friends and like your family and those are the people that know you are the only ones that can really be a good judge of like your actions and who you are and if none of your friends are coming at you sideways about your actions then just run with it Absolutely.
0: Also, I mean, this is something I do, I definitely don't feed into cyber drama, you know, treat everybody that tries to come for you like Republicans, they're always just trying to bait you trying to get a response out of you. And by you responding, you're just validating them, you're giving them the time of day and you know just them delete their message and move the fuck on with your day or text your girlfriends and be like this bitch just called me a fat cunt lol you know always laugh it off <laughs> yeah it comedy funny. comedy works do stand up you can oh you know what we should do I think it would be really fun maybe we can do a zoom meeting one day and we can all read our hate our cyber our hate comments together and we can laugh about them and we can do the voices of the people who we think are behind the comments <laughs> let's
1: wrap up the episode was saying if you have some really funny hate comments let us know and we will dramatic act them out on our instagram so we'd love to hear absolutely. from you absolutely <laughs> Plugs of the week. Plugs of the week. Okay, Ella. Yes. So, my plug of the week is an app and it's called I Am, and it's an affirmation app that has literally been a super big game changer for me. So, basically, you can set it to send like personal affirmations or you can choose from like sets of affirmations. So, you know, I do like the depression, anxiety set plus my own. And it's really helped because it sends it to you randomly. And I've been like looking at them and saying them out loud for like the past. I want to say like two months now and I feel a lot better and a lot more capable. So definitely recommend. Berenice, what's your plug of the week? My
0: plug of the week goes
1: to Lucky Lashes and Cosmetics and they
0: are a Latinx owned brand. They're basically like old chicken X, like cultured put into makeup, which I think is really cute. They have like sad girl palettes and like a lot of just like, Very A lot of stuff that I just like identify with, you know, if you want a little bit of spice into your life and add some Chicana style to your makeup looks, you can look at LuckyLashesCo.com and their Instagram is at LuckyLashesCo.
1: Awesome. And those are the plugs of the week.
0: All right. Well, that is it for today. We try to start the year strong and we will love your support. Uh, you can do this by reviewing our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And then you can also find our plugs of the week, our personal Instagrams and all that fun stuff at thanks number four, your concern on Instagram and at T-F-Y-C podcast on Twitter.
1: And then my personal Instagram is at Bernice Diaz. And I'm at Ella Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, Come back next week. We have a super juicy episode. So we'll just tease it by saying that. Bye.